Find a moment of calm at Classical WETA 90.9 FM. Available to stream now at classicalweta.org or on the Classical WETA app. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Dinger Discussions podcast. My name is Matthew Queer, and I thank you for listening today. Like I said, this is the Dinger Discussions podcast, which is your go-to stop for all things MLB content. We'll be talking game analysis, game breakdowns, rumors, storylines, and everything else in between. Before we get into the podcast today, I do want to real quick peep the Instagram, the YouTube, uh, TikTok videos going up very soon, and the Twitter, all at Dinger Discussions as well as our Dinger Discussions website, www.dingerdiscussions.com, where we do have um, the links to all the socials. We're going to have bios up so you can get to know Dante and I a little better, as well as little quick reads, a little four to five paragraph articles about the daily ins and outs of MLB. So before we get into this podcast, I do want to introduce Dante, first time on the podcast. And Dante, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good today, man. Um, I'm, I'm Dante for, for, I think you guys uh, know that by now. Um, I'm a Rockies fan. I'm a Browns fan. That's not really relevant right now, but I just felt like saying it. And, uh, you know, I'm ready to get to work right now. I'm ready to talk about some division winners and some award winners. All right. Yep. Like he alluded to today, we will be going through our MLB predictions for division winners as well as award winners for the upcoming 2021 season. So that means American League division winners, wildcard winners, National League division winners, and wildcard winners, as as well as the AL and NL MVP, AL and NL Cy Young, and AL and NL Rookie of the Year, with, you know, a little bit of backing up our our picks there as well. So starting it off, we're going to get right into the American League Division winners, I'm going to go first. Dante's going to go second. We're both going to probably agree because it's pretty cut and dry except for a few picks. And then after that, you know, we'll give our uh, our reasoning as to why. So for me, winning the AL West, I have the Houston Astros. Uh, winning the AL Central, I have Chicago White Sox. And the AL East, winning, winning the AL East, sorry, I have the New York Yankees. And the Twins and the Rays are my two picks for the wild card this year. So, Dante, what do you got there? Well, for the AOS, I have the Angels. It's a little bit of a more surprising pick, but I like what they have going there right now. For the Central, I got the White Sox. And for the AL East, I have um, the hated New York Yankees. And uh, my two wild card teams, I had the Cleveland Indians and Toronto Blue Jays with the Rays just missing it. And then for my NL division winners, for the West, I have another big money team, the LA Dodgers, Central, the Brewers, and for the AL East, I mean NL East, the Atlanta Braves. My two wild card teams are the San Diego Padres and the New York Mets, with the Cardinals being the first team out. All right, I like that. So going into my National League teams, we have the Atlanta Braves winning the East, the Dodgers. I think everyone's lock pick in that division in the West and the Cardinals. I have winning the AL, uh, sorry, NL Central. And my two wild card picks are the Brewers and the Padres. So before we get into our awards, I do want to talk about those because there are a couple that uh, stood out to me that you said. I know I picked the Rays. You have the Blue Jays 
uh, edging them out in the wild card race. Could you explain that a little bit? I really do like the race team, and I like what they have going, but I just – they're going to win games. I don't think they're going to replicate what they were able to do last year. And obviously they lose Blake Snell. I don't think that's mm-hmm. a huge – I mean, he's a really good pitcher, don't get me wrong, but that's not like a – a huge loss in determining whether they're naked or not. But I really like this young Toronto Blue Jays team with all of the stars that they have coming up. And I really think Bo Bichette's going to make a pretty big move this year. Mm-hmm. They have Guriel too. I mean, you they they have a lot of stars, and I I think that are upcoming stars. And I think that they're going to go ahead and edge them out at the end of the season. Yeah. So. So my take on that, right, I think the Blue Jays are really, really good. Uh, my AL team that I'm a fan of is actually the Toronto Blue Jays, which is uh, it kind of pained me to uh, not pick them in the spot. However, I just the past couple of years, right, the Rays do what the Rays do. They're going to make infuriating um, calls in the middle of the game, like the, the pull and Snell in game six there of the World Series last year. But at the same time, losing him or not, as long you know, they also lost Charlie Morton to the to the Braves. But I just kind of feel like they're very good at plugging and playing, um, and just making it work out there. Um, you know, uh, totally forgot what I was gonna say. Oh uh, yeah, so I mean, you look through their lineup, right? I mean, you got Brandon Lau, who I think would be a stud anywhere he went. You have Kiermaier, who I think would be pretty good anywhere he went. And then Rosarena, we'll see what he's about. But, like, other guys around the infield that they have in the outfield, right, they have, like, Manny Margot and Willie Adamas and Joey Wendell. Like, those are guys that work because they're on the race. And if they were to go to another team, it's simply just, like, I don't really know if it would work out. So something that they're doing down in Tampa, I couldn't tell you what it is. But it's just, you know, I, I, I just really foresee them. They're not going to beat the Yankees out, but uh, – you know, I, I do think they're going to edge out the Blue Jays, but the top three teams in that division are going to be very good. Um, not to mention Wander Franco is probably going to come up at some point as well. So, yeah. So, um, is there anything else you want to say about the American League? Any of my picks that, you know, you disagree with or you want reasoning on or something like that? I want uh, what your thoughts are going to be on the uh, the West and – the, the A's, obviously, they lost some to some pieces, but they're still going to be good. You picked the Astros. Yeah, I so, have the Angels. Yeah. You know, I like the Angels lineup a lot. I think toe-to-toe lineup-wise, they compete with the powerhouses like the Yankees, like the Dodgers, like the Padres, like lineup-wise, one through nine. But when it comes to the pitching, it's just it's suspect. Um, Dylan Bundy had a good year. He's actually starting opening day this year, so... I should give you a glimpse really soon about what he's got um, in store for this year. Um, Shohei Otani, I think, is a perennial MVP candidate this year. If he goes out there and whatever system they put him on, if he's pitching every fifth, every sixth day, something like that. Um, But just overall, man, I like the Astros a lot more than any other team in that division. The the A's, they have very good players on that team. I just, I don't know. I think people are discounting the fact that they lost Marcus Simeon. He was, you know, removed from 2020 because I don't like, um, you know, holding the uh, 2020 against anybody if they perform poorly. Yeah, awesome. Um, he was, yeah. yeah, he was a year removed to being an MVP candidate in the in the American League. So 
I they they lost him. You know, they lost Hendricks. Um, who else? I believe Robbie Grossman, who wasn't you know like an impact player, but like the Rays, the the A's kind of they plug and play pretty well. But at the same time, I mean, I I think that's just too many pieces. However, I do have Jesus Lazardo. I wrote about him in my uh, breakouts video uh, article, and we're also having a video come out about that. So make sure to check out the YouTube. But I do like Lazardo to fill that ace role that they desperately need. However, I just I don't know. I don't see it coming together fully for them to edge out the Astros, and then I don't see them beating um, either of the other two teams that I have picked here for uh, the wild card in the American League. So with that, I mean every. Yeah. So you also, real quick, before we move on to the National League, I just want to hear your reasoning on uh, the Indians coming out of the Central. Oh, uh, I I mean, yeah, the Indians de- definitely, you know, they lost they lost some some stuff, but I think uh, Shane Bieber is a phenomenal pitcher, and yet yeah, one pitcher can't you know carry. Uh, but I really also like Jose Ramirez too, and mm-hmm. I, I think that he is a lot better than people give him credit for, and he could very well be contending for an MVP this season. Uh, other than that, I don't know. It might have been some of my, you know, Cleveland Browns biased playing in, uh, but I just ended up going with them um, over the race. Yeah, no, I definitely understand. Um... The pitching in Cleveland, they're like a pitching factory. It's ridiculous, the uh, the amount of pitching they have there. Shane Bieber, I mean, like two years ago, I think two years ago, definitely three, but I think two years ago, he was their fifth starter. I mean, they traded away Bauer. They traded away Clev, um, Carrasco. So um, they're just going to keep out pumping pitching, like keep out pumping pitchers. That was a weird sentence. But, you know, uh, they also, like tri- guys like Zach Lysak, Tristan McKenzie, the young dudes, they, they, can, they can throw pretty well. So it's for me, when I did my breakdown on the Central, it was just the division in gen. I mean, not the division, the, the lineup, sorry, for the Indians is just, you know, not there for me. But then again, I mean, you never know if you have a good couple months and someone like the Rays, like I said, maybe it doesn't work. Or, um, and I, I could foresee that happening for sure. So, uh, and again, yeah, I don't think Jose Ramirez really gets the credit that that he deserves all the time. So um, with that, I mean, we both had the Yankees, I believe. So, I mean, that's pretty obvious. They're going to win a lot of games. They're the Yankees. Uh, the big thing there is health. I mean. Yeah. I, I mean, they struggle with that every year. Right. So you're going to say Yankees fans are sick and tired of hearing that and you'll hear about it more when I go through uh my awards predictions here you know spoilers but I think the the thing there is health but even then I mean they had a season 2019 where Judge was hurt and I think Stan was hurt and they plugged a Clint Frazier out there as you know a young guy and he, he performed and Mike Talkman and guys like that so I mean they can put guys out there and if they're not like the marquee guys, they're still going to go out there and perform just because it's the Yankees, I feel like. And then obviously, you know, Garrett Cole, we'll see how Kluber does. And that's that. So moving on to the National League, we already gave our picks. Um, yeah, Dante, do you want to start us off here? Um, I mean, you could go ahead and start. That's fine. All right. Yeah. So um, 
just going through again, I mean, we're not really going to talk about the Dodgers too much. I do think that race is going to be great, but I still think at the moment they're the best team in the league, so them winning the division, you know, is a no question. Um, they're, I think very slowly, though, an interesting dynamic is starting to form that they start a dynasty here, right? So, like, even if they don't win the series, but, like, they get there, they're going to start to slowly turn into that, like, that, that, I don't know, like, the, the evil empire that the Yankees have been known as. I mean, you give it a couple of years. I mean, Bellinger's still there for four years. Mookie Betts obviously signed that massive um, yeah. extension for them. Uh, Walker Bueller's young. Dustin May's young. Trevor Bauer has those options every year, but, like, potentially could be there for four years. Um, Kershaw's a free agent after this year, but, you know, I don't think he's – he's going to retire as a Dodger. I don't see him going anywhere else. Justin Turner just signed, I think, a two- or three-year deal. So, I mean, they're going to have potentially the same lineup for a while, and we know at what level those guys can play at. Obviously, I mean, watching the world, you know, all throughout the playoffs and, you know, facing adversity, being down 3-1 against the Braves and then coming back and and then handling business in the World Series. So, you know, I, I – that's that's my take on the Dodgers. It's boring. It's what everyone else is saying, but it's pretty well known. So real quick. So, I mean, again, sorry, real quick. The same thing with the Braves. I mean, they're the best team in that division coming from a Phillies fan, which sucks. But, you know, I don't really want to talk about the Braves too much. I don't know if you do, Dante, in a minute. But I did want to talk about, again, the Central, you know, this time being in the National League. I have the Cardinals. You have the Brewers. We both have them. Oh, wait, do you have them in the play? I know you have the Mets in the playoffs, so you don't even have no, the Cardinals I, in the playoffs. I have the Cardinals just missing, which is funny as okay. no one here or not. But. Yeah, so did you want to talk a little bit, you know, we don't want to spread hate or anything like that, but did you want to talk a little bit about why uh, why you weren't well, uh, too high on the Cardinals? Yeah, well, first I would like to say I was highly considering picking the Pittsburgh Pirates to win the division. I think uh, people get it wrong about what uh, Pittsburgh team is rebuilding. Uh, it's the Steelers, not the Pirates. <laughs> and Josh Bell, who? You don't need him. You have Cole Tucker's miraculous hair, and I think that single-handedly could win them it's 100 enough. games. It's yes. easily enough. Yeah. With that being said, though, uh, I do think the Brewers are the better team. Uh, Yelich had a off 2020. He, he'll be back in 2021. Um, you have people like Christian Hera. Um, Keston Harab, who, you know, had an off year last year as well. I think he'll be back. And I'm high. I'm very high on their pitching. I think Brandon Woodruff, I'm not going to say anything, you know, too spoiler, but I, I think he, he's going to be one of the best pitchers in the league mm-hmm. next year. Um, and I think they're just very deep. Um, I saw a lot of other people were picking Corbin Burns to go ahead and be a dark horse for Cy Young. So, I think that overall, I like their team. I think they're a little bit more complete than the Cardinals. However, mm-hmm. the Cardinals, they're be- they might be a little bit better, um, you know, with their bats. I just, yeah. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't pass. I, I had to go with the Brewers. Yeah, Brewers are going to be the sneaky good team this year. I don't, like, they're going to be the team where, like, it's going to be, like, July, and you're going to be looking at, like, the standings of, like, an out-of-market division, and you're going to be like, whoa, the Brewers are they're in first place? How'd that happen? So, you know, I, I think it's going to be a tight race. I mean, you go across the outfield, you got they, – they signed JVJ, 
from the Red Sox, and they have Lorenzo Cain, who's coming back from out last year. And then, like you said, Christian Yelich is like a top five, top six, probably top five player in the league. Um, he's going to bounce back from last year. Guys like that, you know, I mean, that, that's not him. You saw what he did in 2019 and 2018. He's ridiculous. So, yeah, and then, you know, like you said about the pitching, obviously, again, um, going into the bullpen, you got guys like Josh Hader, the rookie of the year last year, Devin Williams. So they're going to be a very sneaky good team. I would agree that they're probably a little bit more complete than St. Louis is. However, my take on St. Louis is just, I think that the lineup is going to win them games. I don't think once you get past, like, Flaherty and, um, boy, oh, boy, my, like, Miles Mickle. Like, I don't even – I off the top of my head, which kind of sucks, I can't name their second starter. So, um, yeah, but that one-two punch of Arenado and Goldschmidt and then, I, I and, you know, the, Dylan Carlson looking to prove it this year. Um, Yachty coming back. They have Wayne Reed coming back. So, I mean – you're kind of making me change my mind a little bit right now while I'm thinking about it, you know, on the fly. But, yeah, so, and everything else pretty much lines up. You do have the Mets because um, you only have one team coming out of the Central. I have two when you have the Mets in that other wild card spot. So, did you want to elaborate a little bit more on that? Well, I mean, it's, it's really, again, pitching. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I, I think the, the Mets – you know their their rotation is, I don't know, maybe best in baseball. Yeah, it was before. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. Uh, I just, I just don't. I don't know. I, I'm not that high on the Cardinals. Just it's easy to you have gold, you have Goldie, and you have Arenado at the corners, but uh, there's, I don't really have too good of an explanation for this one. Yeah, no. Um, besides. No, I definitely, I, I'd agree with you there. I just, it was more of a bias against the Mets, being I didn't really want to put them in there. But, you know, the pitching's crazy. You know, Carrasco's hurt now, apparently, but he'll be back. And supposed to get Syndergaard back by, like, the end of the year, I believe. And, you know, Stroman and I think David Peterson's going to be their fifth. And then, obviously, Jacob deGrom. It's, yeah, the yeah. pitching's really good um lineup had one of the highest ops's in baseball last year quietly um and you have lindor you have lindor who is a you know franchise player in his own right and Mm -hmm. he's asking for a lot of money right now but yeah he is he's he's gonna do a lot of things yeah i think the numbers i saw recently again this is all like speculation but it was like 12 years for 380 something million dollars it's or something like 375, something close to that was apparently what he, he wanted. Yeah, I there were some reports saying he went up to 400. No, that's yeah. That. Hey, I mean, Steve Cohen, you got to pay if you want your guy to stay. So I mean, that's that's that that's kind of just the way that is. So I think that wraps up the division winners pretty well. Um, if you want to get into the awards, we could do that now. Yeah, I'll so, say one thing. That, I'll say one thing before we get into the awards. If sure. the Brewers are gonna make the postseason, they 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 gotta be it as a division winner. If they make it as a wild card game, they're gonna have a lead late, and it's not gonna end well. And they're gonna give birth to um, 
the Padres are there, I, I think they're going to pull a Nationals. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's the, the National League, unless San Diego totally collapses, it's the National League is basically there's one wild card spot left because the Padres are they're pretty much a lock. It's kind of crazy. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Moving on, I guess we'll get right into our uh, – do you want to start with MVP uh, candidates here? Yeah. So, AL MVP, I have Mike Trout. Um, best player in baseball, maybe maybe not overall, but you know he's he's Mike Trout and 17 home runs last year in his very limited time. He's gonna be a guy. I think he's gonna hit over 300. He's gonna hit over 40 home runs. Gonna drive in over 100. He he's gonna have all those, um, you know, the box score stats that mm-hmm. people look for in an MVP candidate. And he's got a glove. He's good. He's playing in a big market. I think he's the AL MVP. Yeah. You know, I definitely, um, we compared beforehand, and uh, this is the one that, like, I didn't want to um, step on any toes by, like, you know, um, agreeing every time because then it would just be us, you know, talking about the same dudes the whole time. But this is the one that I couldn't shy away from, like, Trout. Um, it's insane. Playing for 10 years now, you know, Dante went over stats. Um, I, I did more of, like, a lifetime thing, but – you know, like 304 batting average, uh, 418 on base, 582 slugging. It's just ridiculous. 302 career homers. Um, yeah, the, the man hits. Um, the man can play the field very well. Doesn't steal as many bags as when he used to, but still a very, very good player, obviously. I mean, if you don't get that title of best player in baseball by, you know, being a bum. So, Angels, get some pitching. Get him into the playoffs, please. That's that's my pitch. Uh, real quick, though, before we move on to the National League, I did have a second guy here. So if Mike Trout doesn't win it, this would be my other pick. Um, I have Aaron Judge, and he's kind of like in brackets. I kind of wrote, you know, if he stays off the injuries, it's kind of just, you know, not that he'd be staying off the injuries. You get what I'm saying. It's like it's an injury thing. But if he's playing, even if he plays 150 games, right, 145, and maybe not 145, but somewhere around there, if he's able to stay on the field, basically, he is a top three MVP candidate every year. I mean, look at the size of him. He's massive. He runs really well for, you know, being that size, but just in general, he runs really well. Cannon of an arm. And then at the plate over the past five years, uh, 272 batting average, was, which isn't great. But then again, factoring in that it's more of a home run league now, people aren't necessarily um, all about batting average anymore. Does have a 390 on base, 558 slugging, um, 948 OPS, which is ridiculous. I did note though, again, on the injury thing, um, over a four season span, not counting last year, but he does average only 106 games per season. That's probably up a little bit, uh, would be up because in 2016, he only had like 26 games, 27, you know, coming up as a rookie, but at, you know, and then that 2017-52 home run season, I don't think that's a fluke. I just think it's more of he's got to stay on the field. So, yeah. Uh, did you want yeah, to agree. Nash? Sorry? Yeah, I, I was saying I agree with you for, for and judge everything you said. Yeah. Yeah, I just, you know, he's a good player. It's just Yankees fans are sick of hearing it, but stay on the field. All right, so 
Did you want to get into our National League um, MVP pick here? Yeah. So I really, really, really wanted to pick uh, Trevor Story. Uh, I couldn't for a number of reasons, considering the Rockies are going to be flat out awful next year. And he plays in cores. If he's going to win MVP one year, he he has the defense, he has the base stealing, he has the hitting to do it. He's got to do it somewhere away from Colorado. But my pick um, is going to be once, and I think the kid could really, really, really hit. Um, statistically, he led in, had highest average on base percentage, slugging, OPS, OPS plus, and um, on intentional walks last year. He led in a lot of offensive categories. He hits really well. He walked more than he struck out last year. His OPS plus of 218 is, which is absolutely insane, means he's 118 percent better than the average hitter. Uh, I think that's that's one of the best seasons post integration, like of all time. I, I think it's top five. Obviously, very small sample size compared to a regular season, had only had 196 plate appearances. But if he's able to bring anything, um like what he did last year into 2021, which he should because he's very, very young. He's 22. Um, I really see him as a guy that could easily win MVP. Doesn't have the bigger market like a guy like Mookie Betts, who was another one of the people I was considering. And the Nationals may not be good, good like the Dodgers, but still, if you're putting up stats like that over a 160-game season, um, people will know, so that's my pick. Yeah, you know, my pick is whoever I pick is going to sound stupid because, you know, arguing against those numbers, it's crazy. Like, I didn't realize that 218 OPS plus, oh, my God. That's like two guys average, like, added together. Yeah, that's wild. That's why I, like, that was the solidifying factor. Yeah, that's, you know, and then the defense also isn't terrible in the outfield, so, I mean, he could absolutely crazy at the plate and then serviceable enough and moving to right field now I think with the addition of Kyle Schwarber to the Nationals so that that's crazy all right so getting into my pick I have Fernando Tatis Jr. winning the MVP you know it's a bit bland he's not bland but you know the pick's a bit bland um but just you can't I can't really argue with the player that he's turned into um, since 2019. He's on a tear, one of the more exciting players in baseball with the bat flips and, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, he backs it up on the plate, uh, at the plate. So, um, and with the glove, you know, I might add. So real quick, I just want to mention this. So in 143 games, so obviously the 60-game season last year, and then he was had – a bit of an injury riddled uh, 2019, not terrible, but, you know, he wasn't in there every day. But in 143 games, right, in two seasons, he already has a 6.9 career war, which is just ridiculous. That's crazy to me that in two years, that's that's what he's at. So uh, going through his, you know, I want to say lifetime, but only, you know, 143 games. He's at a 301 batting average, 374 on base. 582 slugging, 956 OPS, which is ridiculous, and a 155 OPS plus. Now, if at all possible, you know that he, if it's at all possible that he wins this uh, MVP award, I think it's gonna be have, it's gonna have to be due to um, 
the fact that he plays a more premier position at that shortstop, he's really got to show off the glove as well as, you know, show out at the plate and continue hitting at that high level. Also got to stay on the field. You know, I don't, it's not as injury riddled career as judge, but at the same time, you still want to be able to stay on the field. If you want a shot at competing with Soto or, you know, like someone like Betts, there's, you know, someone else like that, that has a shot at winning the, uh, the award. So that's my pick. Fernando Tatis Jr. would not be surprised one bit if Soto walks away with it at the end of the year because he's just a beast. Yeah, face of baseball too for Tatis. That helps him out a lot. Mm-hmm. People know his name. I mean, that's going to influence somebody. All right, real quick. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.